Holy fucking shit. We've just beaten Chelsea 3-0 on the final game of the season. St. James's Park. Uh, it was the perfect day. Sun was shining. The flags were out. The atmosphere was amazing. Um, and we basically consigned last year's Premier League champions um, to the Europa League. Um, and they were awful. They were absolutely awful. They just they did not turn up. And Newcastle, given the last few performances, I mean, Spurs, I really feel that we were hard done by not coming away from Wembley with a, even a point. But I knew that if we put in the same kind of performance, the same kind of effort against Chelsea, um, with the same energy levels, um, that we, we'd get something. And we were, we were straight out of there. And there's been so many opportunities um, that we've had in, in first halves of game this season that we just haven't taken, we haven't converted chances into goals and it's, it's, it's cost us so many times but I mean it was absolutely electric when the, the, obviously the, the lineup was unchanged apart from Murphy, the, you know, the forced change of Murphy coming in for um, Kennedy who was ineligible and the first 10 minutes we, just, we absolutely battered them there were shots coming in from everywhere. Shelby had a shot, and um, I think it was um, Gale had a shot across, and, and, and for both, Courtois had to be had to be on his toes and, and, and palm them away. And you know, we were we were we were using the flanks really really well. And you know what? Today was one of those games that has just set up so so well for John Joe Shelby to to control a game, to run it to his pace, to you know to exercise his swagger that he has um, and, and, and to produce some absolutely incredible long raking balls and we, 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 were, we were absolutely on it from the, from, from, from the off, from the kickoff and it's been, it's, ah, <laughs> I've raced home and I'm, I'm, the, the adrenaline is still pumping around me, around my bloodstream because that, honestly, that, that was just, it was, the, it was perfect. Rafa got um, serenaded again. The, the, the stadium was absolutely bouncing from start to finish. And do you know what it was? I thought, um, even when we were about 2-0 up on the hour, I thought, do you know what? Even if we lose this now, I've, I, I, I can't be angry. We've, we've given absolutely everything. There was bodies on the line from start to finish. But what we did do in the first half this time around is obviously our, our pressure and our intensity in the final third finally paid off. And... You know, Shelby, who'd been involved in everything, fed Richie, who just whipped a ball into the back post. It was similar, very similar to the ball he played for um, Christian Atsu, who scored um, earlier in the season. In behind, and it was Josh Murphy there who was, who was coming in, and he, and he took... It, it, the Chelsea defenders allowed it to bounce, and Courtois allowed it to bounce. Murphy sticks out a leg, and it loops up over Courtois, and then he's sort of, <laughs> Murphy's almost trying to like stop, it was, almost, it was nearly a foul I guess on the keeper because he almost tried to stop Courtois from getting it but Courtois passed it out but he, he couldn't really do anything and Gale, again that anticipation, I mean he, his movement is terrific Dwight Gale but he very very rarely converts and he just happened to be in the right place at the right time and he headed it in, I think Rudiger on the line tried to stop it but it, it, it wasn't happening and uh, they were. It, it was an absolutely deserved goal. I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it. Um, that was 
you know, that was like sort of 23 minutes in. And I think five minutes before that, Chelsea had started to come into the game around the 18th minute and have a little bit of possession. And you think, ah, yeah, we've still got a game here. It's not just all one way. But then actually, a couple of minutes later, we, we then... We then took on, we dominated, and we dominated possession, and again, it was just, it was just all Newcastle. And you know, at half time, a couple of stats here from half time: no shots from Chelsea, obviously not on target, not even a blocked shot. And we we went into the break, one 0 up, against half a billion pound Chelsea, who were chasing Champions League, albeit it was maybe a pipe dream, given that Liverpool had to have lost against Brighton, they had to have, Chelsea would have had to win today. <clears throat> None of those things happened. Uh, Liverpool thrashed Brighton 4-0. And so this is, we, we had 11 shots in the first half, 11 attempts, four on target, one goal, and we, we had 51% possession. Now, 51% possession for Newcastle United is, is unheard of, even at home. That, that, that just does not happen, and it certainly shouldn't be happening Against the fifth best team in the league, the, 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 the you know the, the the you know the champions, um, the holders of the Premier League. I mean, we just we made them look daft. I mean, I, there was a great turnout from the Chelsea fans, but the the, the, the team just they would just seem bereft of ideas. Obviously, they've got one eye on the FA Cup, which is probably why Barkley came in. But you know, you look at players like Ross Barkley, and he. He's had previous at St James's Park for, for absolutely tearing our defence up. But <clears throat> it's just frustration and I think I think it was a mixture of us just playing exceptionally well and battling for everything. Like we did at Wembley, battling for everything, bodies on the line, challenging everything, defending as a unit. Everyone was in it together today. And a mixture of that determination to win and to put on a display for the fans and for Rafa Benitez. <laughs> Determination to finish 10th, which we have done. We've, we finished 10th, finished top half with that squad that everyone said was a championship squad uh, when, the, when the summer transfer window shut. And since then, we've brought in Kennedy and Dubravka, who, in fairness to them both, have made absolutely huge difference. But I think it was more than that. I think it's, I think it's belief that's been instilled into the, you know, the fact that Modiame is now enforcing the shit out of every single game. In his role as midfield enforcer, which allows, which unlocks Shelby to be able to do what he does best. So those two were absolutely incredible. Perez was absolutely everywhere as well. Like he was just his his movement in the final third. It just it just panics defenders. And there was so many times Chelsea instead of doing what they normally do, and you know they've got bags of talent, bags of technique, just to pass it out, play it out of defence quite comfortably and casually. They weren't able to do that. There were a lot of hoofs. There were panicked hoofs from Chelsea and you could see that their mentality just was not there. You know, whether Conte's... I mean, Conte's gone, hasn't he? And I think they probably, deep down, they knew that they weren't going to get Champions League. So I just wonder if that, in the back of their minds, they just didn't have enough motivation to go for it today, to go full pelt. I mean, <clears throat> at the start of the first... Uh, second half, sorry, I felt a bit of a, a shift... Now, Gale got himself injured at the, in the last few minutes of the first half. Hosselu came on, you suddenly just think, ah, our, you know, not, nothing harsh against Hosselu, but obviously Gale had scored, so his confidence was, you know, brim confidence. And 
you know, it's his movement and mobility that is, you know, has helped along with Perez that have caused them a lot of problems. And with that away in Hosley one, you think, okay, we're going to be a little bit slower up top. Maybe it gives us a, a good outlet in terms of a target man to aim for as a, and, and as a foil for, for Perez. And Chelsea started to come out and you think, right, they, they, they're going to play now because it's Chelsea and they're talented and world-class. And yeah, Morata didn't start, although he eventually came on and was horribly frustrated, which was excellent to see. Fabregas... Obviously, wasn't playing, but I mean, Alonso wasn't playing. But, but but even still, you know, you've still got, you've still got. I mean, every single one of their team would probably walk into Newcastle's team. I mean, you've still got Courtois, Azpilicueta. You've still got um, Hazard. You still got Giroud. You know, these are absolutely class Premier League players. Some of them world class. So I'm not having that they were, that we've beaten a Chelsea second string. I'm not having that at all, even if there's a slight suggestion of it. We beat a full-blooded Chelsea side that just couldn't be arsed. But the atmosphere that St James's Park generated today 100% helped the home team, settle the nerves, encouraged them. You know, shortly after um, our first goal, almost immediately they give the ball away to from the kickoff. They give the ball away to Perez, who ran through. Eventually, Shelby got a hold of the ball. He started dribbling towards goal, he took it on his left, he dribbled past somebody and then he, he, he just couldn't get the finish right. You just think, bloody hell, that could have easily been, easily been 2-0. And, and you know, a quick fire double would have absolutely shot the confidence to, to pieces. As it happens, in the second half, we did manage to do that, that, that quick fire double that just killed, absolutely killed the game off. Now, Dubravka pulled off one of the best saves I've seen um, f you know, from him uh, this season at St James's. So there was a ball came in um, from, the, from the right and Giroud, who I kind of back to score against us today because he's one of those players who, who just seems to pop up. Um, I, I rate him a lot. I think you'd, be, you'd have been absolutely, uh, you would have been hailed as a god if he'd come to Newcastle because he's the kind of player who's got that great technique He's powerful. He's great in the air. He's basically just like you know. He plays a bit like you know Arsenal, but he, you know, he's got that finishing touch. He's got you know he's a, he's an international class player with Hosselu, you know, with the, the fullest of respect, isn't. And Giroud got a, you know, he's got form for these little flicks and stuff. Giroud hasn't he? Run that scorpion kick that went in off the bar. So it it came in. He's just flicked it with the with the top of his left foot, and it's looped. And you and you, the minute he, he loops it, you think. Uh, danger and Dubravka has pulled off an absolutely world-class save over his over his head the the agility to, to to see that I mean he's having to shift his his feet it was such an unusual and unexpected attempt which makes it all the more impressive you know had Giroud set himself and you could you can kind of anticipate when a striker's gonna in that situation he hasn't really seen the contact on the ball and suddenly there's a ball looping over his head and he's got to make so it, look, it made it look more comfortable than it is, I think, because I think that kind of shot, that kind of effort, will dupe most uh, goalkeepers. And he made a really solid start. So, so there's me, and he got, a, he got a really good round of applause as well, because the, the feeling on the stadium was just amazing. And he got a really good round of applause, and I'm there, standing up, giving, me, uh, giving him applause to, to M-dubs. And then suddenly, like, I've, I've, I've quickly looked across. Shelby's whipped a free kick in. Um, 
Jamal sells a stand offside, intelligently leaves it. Lejeune, who's, who's absolutely magnificent at the back today, he, he, he's, he was our best defender uh, by far, Lejeune today. He was stunning. Just stunning. Um, and he kind of catches it on his left foot, you know, um, hits it back across the six yard box, and Perez is in line with the defender. And he just. Um, sorry, no, this is the third goal. This is the third goal I'm talking about. Let's rewind, let's rewind, let's rewind. Right, so the second goal. <laughs> this is what happens when your head's all over the place. Second goal, Modi Army, centre of the pitch, sends a, a, the technique, puts a like, uh, backspin on, over for Jacob Murphy to chase down. Jacob Murphy twists and turns, beats a couple of men, whips a ball in, um, Perez goes for a flick on it. It's then kind of cleared out, but not very well by the Chelsea defence. Shelby, you know, brings the ball down. Everyone's saying shoot. He does. So he's shot right. And, and Ayose Perez has flicked it through his marker's legs, like through nutmeg. And looking at it, I've seen it from a few angles now. And every single angle looks like had Perez left it, it's going straight in. Like Shelby would have gone, it would have been a Shelby goal, like just straight in. So absolutely scenes that we've gone to little up and I, and I just kind of quite believe it and obviously with Perez his form recently has been electric and, and, and deservedly so and his movement has been fantastic so so that was pretty much on you know I'm trying to think of the uh, the, the timing of that it was um, let's have a look that was on the that was on the hour marks so the 60th minute and only four minutes later in the 64th minute was the goal that I was trying to describe to you. So I was there, um, <laughs> rewind. Um, if I repeat myself, apologies. I'm giving M-dubs a massive, massive props and I'm, I'm, I'm applauding him. Shelby whips the ball up, Lejeune at the back post, right across, Iorzi in line with the, with, with, the, with the last defender and just taps it in on the line. And it's, I mean, that's two goals we've scored inside the six yard box. I mean, one of our biggest problems this season has been, a, 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 too high a percentage of, of shots and our attempts have been outside the box. And maybe that's because we haven't had the confidence, haven't had the players to be able to have the technique to take, you know, the composure to, to take chances inside the box. And, you know, statistically, if you take more shots from outside the box, you're less likely to score because it's, it's more difficult. That's logic. But to get two, essentially sort of walk two, two goals in, bundle them in, in the six yard box, just shows how we were able to breach a Chelsea backline, you know, this is a Chelsea team that has, you know, has, has been strengthened since last summer. As, as much as Contail complained that maybe he didn't get the, the right players that he wanted, he was still financially backed. And it's still the same, pretty much the same team that, that, that won the league. That won the league at a canter last season, if you remember. It's so easy to forget. And they were just a completely different proposition. And, you know, that suddenly it's 3-0. 60, you know, 65 minutes gone or whatever, and and and, and Chelsea are absolutely shell shocked. But guess what? St James's Park is absolutely bouncing. You can hear me, me, me voice going there because I was, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I mean, on the 75th minute, you had like there was all A's. Every pass we made, all A, all A. And you're thinking, it's, it's, bloody hell, man! There's like 15, 20 minutes left with injury time. Like this is canny cocky. <laughs> So basically that was the the championship champions last season versus the Premier League champions last season 
and we've absolutely dicked them. 3-0. Like, it, it was just an absolutely mammoth performance in, in every way. It was the perfect send-off for the season. It was everything we... And we, we, but we absolutely deserved it. I mean, by the end of the game, we'd had 16 shots, six on target. They'd only had six attempts. So we had as many shots on target as they had shots in the entire game. This is Chelsea. They had Hazard. They've got Barkley, who, you know, hasn't played loads. But he, again, he's bags of talent. And he's, you know, he, on paper, he's, he should be better than Perez. But he wasn't. You know, William came on. Morata came on. Well, these are these are world class players. Couldn't do a thing. What what makes me really happy is obviously the fact that Chelsea did us over at theirs. Um, we were just we were just second best. We were nowhere near being in the game, and it was when we were in that really poor run of form um, in sort of uh, October, November, December time. And I think it was I think it was the start of December and. You know the history that Rafa Benitez has with Chelsea, and that he was interim manager um, very brazenly. He was he was seemingly not wanted by them as a long term solution. Whereas if you think bloody hell, if if he'd stayed on and they'd accepted him, wh what he's done with Newcastle and where he could have taken a club like Chelsea with the resource they have, and then you know, but fair play to Chelsea, high turnover of managers, but they've you know they've won the league a couple of times. Um, in the last few years, so it's like, you know, they're still doing all right, Chelsea, aren't they? But what was so sweet was the fact that, you know, one thing that we worry about being Newcastle United with Rafa Benitez is that he doesn't get to rub shoulders with his peers, he doesn't get to challenge um, some of the top clubs in the league because he's got Newcastle United and we just don't have the resource, we don't have the talent. But to be able to play Chelsea... And, and not only beat them, but just smash them, play them off the park, smash them off the park. And the manner that we did today was absolutely, it was just perfection today. Absolutely perfection. And he'll, he'll, have been, he'll be very magnum, uh, he'll, he'll be very modest. He'll be very um, respectful to Chelsea. But, you know, deep down, he'll be having a little smirk to himself because that's, He's, that that it probably it, I, I imagine it hurt a lot the way he was treated with Chelsea, but for him to absolutely smash Chelsea today in the manner that we did, he played, had a game plan and we executed it perfectly uh, to, to perfection, perfectly, and um, that's he's going to have a, a little smirk tonight. I think it, behind closed doors he'll be feeling very smug because that's what he wants to do. That's the ambition he has for this club. The fact that he's the fact that he's now turned over Man United at home, Chelsea and Arsenal, he's got those big scalps that he wanted. Who cares that we didn't beat West Brom? Who cares that we didn't beat Watford? When you get games like the Arsenal game and the Man United game and the, and the Chelsea game to get today, we've absolutely, absolutely deserved the, 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 the performance today and everyone played the heart out and played the skins out. There was bodies on the line. We could have had a couple of penalties as well. I mean, it's all academic now but you know the Chelsea defence were manhandling them you know Gale got pu pushed over Perez was manhandled Rafa was going mental with the fourth official but it, it just didn't matter in the end because everyone played a part Hayden came on Hadara got a, a got a run out as well it was crazy and it, it was just what a day I've got sunburn I'm hoarse and 
I, I, I can't believe I can't believe that performance. I, I, I can't believe how good that was. And we needed to finish. We needed to win there if we wanted to finish top half. I mean, I, I didn't necessarily feel that it was life or death if we finished tenth or if we finished a bit lower. Because ultimately, job done. We've already relegation, but. It looks more attractive to, to, to maybe players, agents, and clubs. You know, looking at players are injured that we might want to bring in with Rafa. Transfer budget pending, and and transfer autonomy pending, and this is going to be huge. Let's not get into the Rafa politics. We'll do a, we'll, I'll do another season review video next week. I think, and we'll we'll get into more about the summer politics and the transfer and Rafa Benitez's future. But for now, let's just enjoy today. And you know, it gets us a few extra million quid. As results have gone today, it turns out that um, had we, given that Crystal Palace won, Bournemouth won, and I think West Ham got a point, had we lost today, we would have finished 14th. But instead, we finished 10th on 44 points. Um, three points behind Leicester, who won the league a few years ago, of course. Um, minus eight goal difference. Um, that's tremendous. Isn't that so good? Um, and let's have a look just quickly. So that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seventh best defence in the Premier League, from what I can quickly see there. Seventh best. Only 47 goals conceded. Arsenal conceded 51 uh, as a benchmark. And that's, that's insane. West Ham conceded 21 more goals than we did. And I think that's, that's it's been the, the bedrock of our success, is, is this, this, together, this, this togetherness, this unity, this defensive solidity, the discipline that Rafa instills into his players, and his tactics are spot on. And even when it goes horribly wrong, which it only has done, I think it's only gone horribly wrong a couple of times this season, I'd probably say Watford home and away, I'd probably say, you know, like maybe Bournemouth at home and Everton at home, you know, games like that where we should have put to bed, but we Swansea at home nil nil, you know, just a few kind of turgid results where just we really should have just had cutting edge. It's only, you know, we've only been pasted a few times off the top teams. Watford was probably the only team that beat us that we probably that really smashed us that we should have been smashing them. But you know, I'll take a defeat against Watford if it if it means we have days like this. And days like Man United and days like Arsenal beating Leicester away. Like these huge, huge results since the start um, of this year, for example. And, and, and a special mention for the partnership of Lascelles and of Lejeune, who are statistically you know, the highest rated players, uh, who, players who have played more than one game. Um, and they've been together, back in the side together since the Man United game. And they've never looked back. We've conceded eleven goals in twelve games in those in those, which is unbelievable form. You look at the partnership of Diarmi and Shelby, who were again instrumental today, and they were everywhere. And you know, to a, to a lesser extent, the partnership of, of Perez and Gale. I mean, Gale, I think, needs to be more um, potent in front of goal. But that his partnership with with Gale and Perez is so important with asking questions of the defenders and chasing balls down and not giving teams, I guess, not giving them any time to think and having to make them panic and kick the ball out. But today, the midfield battle, we, we, we won very, very easily. Um, defensive, defensively solid, 
and up front, you know, we're creating loads. And this is all without Kennedy as well, probably one of our best players um, since the turn of the year. Dubravka was amazing. Um, man of the match, I'm going to share it with Diame, Perez, John Joe Shelby and Lejeune because they were all unbelievable today. Flags looked amazing. The um, round the pitch parade at the end was a great sign off. Rafa clapping everybody. The, the whole crowd was singing. Um, it was, it was just a, it was a beautiful, beautiful day and it makes you so proud to be a Newcastle fan. It was, it was stunning, it was emotional and let's hope we don't fuck this up. Mike Ashley just needs to give him, just give him 50 million in player sales, revenue from player sales and he'll, he'll be able to do so much with that. It's Rafa Benitez, the contacts he have, we cannot afford to lose him. We cannot afford for him to be able to walk away. So we shouldn't, we cannot, cannot give him an excuse to walk away. I'm going to leave it at that. I've been Adam of the Two Network. Please subscribe uh, down there if you haven't already. Um, I'm on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Two Network. Um, I'll do a season review video next week, um, as I said, once things have calmed down a bit. But what a day to be a Newcastle United fan. How are you the lads? Come on. Bye-zee-bye.